Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Front Office U podcast. We have another Front Office U Fridays with a very special guest uh, from Western Michigan University's recruiting department. We have Ian Freed on the show with us. My name is Ryan Carney. I will be hosting today's show. Really excited to get into some fun football recruiting conversation uh, with Ian today uh, and getting right into it. So without any further ado, Ian, welcome onto the show. Welcome onto Front Office U. And how are you doing today? Appreciate you having me, Ryan. I'm good. I'm good, man. Happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know we have a, a lot of good uh, kind of topics to kind of get into to help our listeners learn a little bit more about what it's like to have a career within the recruiting scope uh, and your job, Ian, with Western Michigan, with their football program. Uh, you know, it's a really kind of unique opportunity to be able to impact a program, travel to some really cool venues uh, and, and be a part of college football, you know, at the division one level, um, you know, at a, at a big school like Western Michigan. So before we get into kind of your current role, in recruiting. I want to talk a little bit more as we start kind of about your background. How did you kind of develop that passion, not only for the game of football, but for developing a career uh, working in sports? And uh, how did you kind of go about navigating different opportunities for yourself that, you know, ultimately led you down that recruiting path? But uh, talk us through a little bit what that was like uh, for you as you were kind of early on in your career and, and trying to figure out, you know, what it was that you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I hope, hope you got enough time for it. Yeah, let's hear <laughs> no. it. I'll try to keep it short, but basically, I um, I always played sports from, from a very young age. I was was actually big into baseball. Um, played that for about fourteen years, and you know I I moved into football my sophomore year of high school just because I was a, was a bigger dude and had a lot of friends on the on the team and always loved you know football. My New York Giants loved college football and whatnot, so. Started playing football late, honestly, um, but fell in love with it and played fairly well. But I was like a six foot one, six foot two right tackle. And, you know, I was I was honestly like a D3 type prospect. And um, with that being said, I, I was looking at colleges and I was like, you know what? I just want to go to a, like a bigger F, uh, FBS school and, and work in football. Uh, instead of playing it because because the end goal was from a young age to be a sports agent and then as I got a little older I I wanted to be a a GM Um, so was looking at schools and you know I looked into sports management um, and then I looked for schools that had FBS football Um, I wanted to be in a city um, and I, I wanted to be somewhat close to home but not too close to home so being from Stanford, Connecticut, right outside of New York City, um, I found that Temple University down in Philly was a great option. I mean, they checked all the boxes. They had a top 10 sports management program. There's a big city. They had FPS football, and it was only about two and a half hours away from home. So it was, it was a perfect fit. And, you know, having been graduated for a couple of years now, like, I have no regrets. Um, it was a, It was a great choice. But when I when I first got accepted and, and got there freshman year, I, I obviously wanted to get involved with the football team there. So sent a couple emails to their their operations people. They got me in touch with the equipment staff. And I started out as a student manager. Um, you know, did that, kind of knew it was my my foot in the door, 
you know, to learn about what it what it takes to work in college football and, um, you know, also used it to, to build the network and, you know, build the relationships with people in the building. And, and I did that my freshman year. Um, it was awesome. Obviously, you learned very quickly about, you know, the manual labor and, you know, being low on the totem pole and working the long hours and having, having weekends and nights at the facility. But um, it was awesome. I, I worked with the offensive line and uh, got to travel my first year. My first game was like going to Army. Um, so that was obviously a spectacle. And then uh, my second year in, I, I, I kind of became more of like a student assistant. I, I worked more with the ops staff, more, worked more with the offensive line. Uh, and, and obviously knew more people in the building. Um, so just expanded that. But then after my sophomore year, we had a coaching change. Um, Coach uh, Jeff Collins had gone to uh, Georgia Tech, and unfortunately that didn't work out. But um, you know, we got Rod Carey at Temple, and unfortunately that didn't work out either. But, um, you know, spent the spring with Rod Carey, and then uh, that summer I was like, you know what, I – I want to get more into the evaluation side, the scouting side, player personnel, recruiting, all that, because that's I figured that's what I want to do. That's what I really enjoy. So got my first experience in recruiting and player personnel uh, that summer uh, going into my junior year at Army, um, which was obviously cool because that was my first away game. So. Uh, not only was it cool to travel there for an away game, but now I was actually like showing my pass to the military police at the checkpoints and, and getting to work at the, the facility. Um, so that was pretty cool. And I worked under Danny Payne, who's now at Navy. Um, and he kind of showed me the ropes about how we do recruiting events and how we send graphics, how we make graphics, how we manage a, a recruiting board and um, how we set up for all these official visits and unofficial visits and receptions and uh, it was a great summer um, you know even working training camp uh, that was all of August before I went back to Philly you know I, again learning learning where you are on the totem pole uh, you know being you, you got to be all hands on deck and help however you can when you just start out so you know I was I was working with the water staff um, during all the camp and that was brutal but you know, you got to do it. So did that, loved it. Um, and then I had to go back to Philly because I was still in school. And I decided to get get in with, with my boy, uh, Jake Stern at UPenn. He was a DFO at UPenn. He's now at UCLA. Um, helped out with him uh, for a season and a half working in recruiting operations, uh, player development. Corey Powers was was the uh, director of player development there at the time. Uh, he taught me a lot about, you know, scheduling with advisors, uh, checking in on, on, on you know, classes, uh, all that stuff, uh, scheduling lifts. Uh, but then I also did a lot of pre-screening when in watching film, grading film, um, you know, Ivy League's recruit nationally. So really watch guys from all over. And then obviously helped out with football operations with whatever Jake needed, you know, the small stuff. Um, so did that. That was that was great, too. I commuted from North Philadelphia to West Philadelphia pretty much every day. Uh, 
and it, and it, it was it was worth it. It was a great experience. But then COVID hit, and as you and probably your listeners know, the Ivy League was was pretty shut down uh, during COVID. So I uh, again just decided to put myself out there, reached out to a bunch of people, and uh, uh, sent a bunch of emails and tried to use my network and ended up getting offered a remote internship slash assistantship uh, with USC um, under Spencer Harris, their director of player personnel at the time, who is now still there in charge of like their NIL stuff. Um, And that was a really cool experience because even though it was remote, you know, I was in my apartment in Philly on Zoom like every day with a dual monitor set up, talking to the staff all day, working all day on on, uh, you know, depth charts, the transfer portal, uh, you know, making databases by year and by state for their their recruiting classes, uh, watching full games uh, of recruits, making cut-ups, doing statistical analysis stuff with PFF um, and the NCAA statistics. Um, and that was really cool because it, it, it taught me about how you know, true player personnel and scouting works. This is not, you know, sending graphics. This is not setting up events. This is true, you know, player personnel scouting stuff. And it, and it was awesome. And it's it, it definitely helped me. Um, you know, their their director of scouting at the time, Trey Johnson, who's now at Tennessee, he, he, he left while I was there. And he was in charge of the transfer portal. And I, I took that over for him. So even though it was a low level position. I was doing stuff that the full-time director of scouting was doing. Um, and that was awesome. But um, during that time, I also graduated from Temple, got my degree and was still working with USC, but I, I was, you know, honestly looking for stuff, uh, you know, in person and COVID was getting better. So um, I was putting my name out there and the offensive line coach I worked for at Temple, um, Chris Wiesahan, who I'm forever thankful to. He, he was my offensive line coach at Temple when I worked for him there. Then he left for Georgia Tech, and now he's back at Temple. Uh, he knew the tight ends coach at Colgate, where you are now, Ryan. Yeah. And, uh, they had like a uh, an entry-level QC slash video coordinator position open, um, you know, it was like a restricted earnings, you know, entry level position where you were a Swiss Army Knife, and and that's what it was. When you when you take the term QC, that means quality control, and typically that's a coaching position on staff, uh, kind of like a GA. Um, but it was with me the literal sense of quality control. I mean, I had my hand in everything. You know, I was their graphics guy. I was like the assistant recruiting coordinator. I was like the assistant DFO, director of player development. I mean, I, I, I still marked up film like QCs do, um, you know, and I was in charge of video and the student staff and, you know, making sure games and practices were, were cut up and, and imported and uploaded and all that. So that was a lot, but it, it was great. And, and, as you know, Ryan, the people up there at Colgate are some phenomenal people. No doubt. You know, there's, not, there's not a whole lot to do up there, but the people are what make it a good destination. Um, you know, I'm, I'm forever thankful to, 
to Coach uh, Terry Dow. He's the one that knew the offensive line coach at Temple, Coach Weiss. Uh, and then I'm forever thankful for Coach Stan DeCossi, who's the head coach there. Uh, just a great man and a great staff there. And I'm still close with those guys. But after spending nine, nine, yeah, nine great months there, um, I was approached by Western Michigan University, our DFO here. Um, and they said, you know, we have an open director of recruiting position open. And um, said, they said, would you be interested? I said, of course. Um, and honestly, being a young guy, I didn't expect it to come that soon, but I was ready for it. Um, and, you know, three people at Colgate, all three coordinators, defense, you know, special teams and offense, their coordinators knew the DFO and the head coach here at Western. And, you know, um, I interviewed twice and the three of them put great words in and I ended up getting the job offered to me and I took it back in March. So I've been here for quite a few months now and uh, it's been it's been phenomenal. It's nice, obviously, being in uh, civilization yeah. again. <laughs> um, never lived in the Midwest before, but I'm, I enjoy it. Um, still biased towards the East Coast, but I enjoy it out here. And um, it's an FBS program. I'm, I'm, in, I'm running the show here. I got, you know, six staff members under me that I get to, you know, delegate and, 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 and mentor. Um, and we have a great staff here with a lot of talent. So it's been great. Yeah, that's awesome. I know that was a lot. No, I, I was just going to say, like, I love that kind of holistic uh, background. And I think you did sum it up really well. And I, I think I want to kind of dive deeper on a couple of themes that really kind of showed up over the course of your background. And that includes working for a variety of different teams. You mentioned a handful of different uh, Division One football programs at Temple, at Army, at Penn, USC, Colgate, and now, of course, Western Michigan. Like, I think that has to really just add value to you to see how different coaches approach situations or how different programs are run on operations front or how different programs delegate the graphics. I think all of that uh, kind of sums up, uh, you know, a lot of what the value is that you provide now at Western Michigan, having that different, uh, you know, perspective from so many different schools. How do you feel like that has benefited you, Ian? Are there any kind of specific things that you feel like you've taken from each of those different stops you've hit uh, along your career so far? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty humble guy. I don't like to even talk about my... Uh, my strengths and my background too much, you know, unless it's an, an interview or in this case, a podcast. But, um, you know, I think, I think one thing that I've benefited, benefited from was, was seeing what the lower levels of football are like. I mean, going, going from high school, I mean, my high school was a very low division you know, football team. And then, you know, in college, I went to an FBS school, but I worked for, you know, two different FCS schools, um, one of which was non-scholarship. So um, when, you, when, you, when you deal with those, you don't have a huge staff. You don't have a lot of, of resources in the athletic department, despite those endowments being so big at those high academic schools. Uh, so you really have to learn to make do with what you have. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of great people in this industry that came from Power Fives. Um, but when you when you hire people and find people from the FCSs, from the group of five, from even the D2s and the D3s and the NAIAs and the JUCOs, I mean, those are people that that have learned to make do with what they have and, and to, to be those Swiss army knives where you're in charge of a whole, whole lot of stuff. Um, 
So I, I think I've benefited from that because obviously here at Western Michigan, the staff is larger than Colgate. And, you know, I'm still in, in charge of a lot of different, you know, areas of, of my job, but, you know, I don't have to worry about marking up film because we have student assistants and QCs and GAs that do that. Um, so that's nice. And then another thing that I, I didn't mention earlier was that I took a Photoshop class in, in high school um, and kind of just played around with it after that class and, and stayed on it. And I was fortunate to stay on it because if any of your listeners get anything from this and want to work in football, they have to learn Photoshop because that will, that in itself will get you a full-time paid position quicker than anything. Um, you know, recruiting graphics, game day graphics, all that stuff, mailing graphics. I mean, that stuff is such a niche and, um, you know, the, the want is, is greater than what's out there. So um, if, if people know, if people want to work in football and they know how to make graphics, that's just a cheat code to get into it, honestly. Um, so I was, I, I'm not the best. I'm not any Picasso, um, <laughs> but, you know, I know how to make them and, and that's helped me as well. But I, I, I compare Photoshop to, to, a, to learning a language. You know, I, I may not, know how to you know give a speech or, or write a book in that language but i i at least know how to hold a conversation you know um so i encourage people to learn photoshop if they want to get in this industry i know i know that may may uh hurt to, to hear for some people but it's true i think that's uh that's awesome to hear and i think that is kind of right along the lines of what i wanted to kind of get out of that uh that question there ian because you were able to see that at different schools how the importance of graphics uh were able to accelerate careers and and in your case uh you know to wind you up at western michigan so uh, i think that's really awesome perspective and uh you know maybe something that someone who ordinarily just loves sitting on the couch and watching football every weekend uh you know seven hours of commercial free football watching nfl red zone and thinks yeah i want to get into scouting i want to get into recruiting the player personnel side they may not ordinarily think, uh, you know, of the value there in, uh, in being able to do graphics uh, and Photoshop specifically is an outstanding, uh, you know, program to get familiar with at a young age, as you mentioned, uh, you know, taking a, a class in high school really kind of set you up for that uh, opportunity when you were in college and even post-grad uh, to be able to, you know, hit that, be ready for it, not need to learn it on the fly as much, uh, already having that background. So awesome perspective on you from that, Ian. I want to kind of dive into a little bit more now with where you're at at Western Michigan. And I think you already kind of hit on a lot of the key things I wanted to ask you about here. You've referenced a lot of the key coaches and mentors that have kind of helped you out in your career at different stops. And that you were able to see the connections between uh, some of those coaches even show up at other schools and give you uh, yourself opportunities. You mentioned that you're able to now be in a position where you're kind of running your own staff. You mentioned running the show uh, as, as kind of your verbiage there. Uh, what, who have been some of the kind of influential people for you at Western Michigan? Maybe people that, uh, you know, work underneath you or uh, maybe even work kind of alongside you like we talk a little bit more about the culture there at Western Michigan, who are some people that you feel like um, have really kind of impressed you, uh, you know, diving over there at Western Michigan to kind of, you know, deflect off. I know you mentioned your humble self. Talk about some other people there at Western Michigan that have really been impactful for you so far. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't want to, you know, not include anyone. They're all, you know, I don't have a problem with anyone here. They're all phenomenal people. It's a great family we got over here, but 
obviously you got to start with the head coach. I mean, Coach Tim Lester, he's a, he's a great head coach, and he's a great head coach to work for. I mean, he's put a lot in tr of trust in me. Uh, he's, he's let me, you know, do my own thing. Uh, he gives his input um, as well, and we have, a, we have a really good working relationship. I mean, he knows how to manage people. He knows how to, you know, manage a team, and, and, and he does a great job of it. He's a very, very good head coach to work for. Um, just a good guy, man. Just a good guy. Um, second in line, we got, you know, our DFO, Mike Parrish. He's the one that, you know, originally approached me about the position. Um, you know, me and him have a phenomenal relationship. I could go with him. I, I could go to him with just about anything. And he can give me his input, give me his advice, uh, give me answers. And, and um, you know, he's a guy that's that's been at the Power 5 level three different places before here and uh, he's, he's filled with wisdom and he's also just a, a great guy um, so those two are great and then you know our, our coordinators I work well I work well with all of our coaches here I mean uh, my my office is literally right across from the defensive staff room so I work you know really closely with them and and, and each of those coaches and, and our coordinator Lou Esposito and then also our our Offensive coaches are great too, with, with coordinator Jeff Thorne and um, you know running backs coach. He's kind of their recruiting guy on the offensive side of the ball. Eric Evans, he's been phenomenal since the day I got here. Um, but yeah, and then on top of that, you know, with with events and onboarding and stuff, you deal with the equipment staff. You know, Taylor Jorgensen, he's our equipment guy. He's been a great dude and a great help to what we got going on in recruiting. Sarah McBrien is our, our head athletic trainer and she's she's always great and, and, and helps out with whatever's needed from a recruiting front um and then adam fry is our video coordinator me and him have a great relationship i'm more I'm, I'm able to get my unpaid guys paid through video they they film uh, they come to games sometimes and you know they grind with that and, and he's allowed that to happen so i'm thankful for him and then obviously you know our, our student assistants, our GAs, and our QCs do a great job with, with helping out, but also, you know, boosting, boosting morale around the facility every single day. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's really a great group here. I, I, like I said, I don't have a, a problem with anyone here, and um, I'm comfortable because of the people, you know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm very thankful that when I transitioned from Colgate to here, you know, you don't know how it's going to go when you go somewhere new, but um, the people have been great, really great. Yeah, that's awesome to hear and glad you're able to shout out, you know, those QCs, those GAs, you know, positions that you know really well and you know how important those uh, people are to the, you know, the lifeblood of a football organization, especially, uh, you know, once you start getting to really, really big programs, you know, sometimes that can get lost. So I think their impact and value is uh, is really awesome to hear you kind of touch on there and um, kind of anything else. I know we're going to dive into some of our Flash Friday uh, questions here in a second here, Ian, put you on the hot seat a little bit, but what other, is there any kind of final advice or what, what would you kind of recommend to people who are out there and they want to get in on the player personnel side they understand it's going to be a grind and it's hard to get your foot in the door but um you know given that you've been able to you know kind of develop your career a little bit is there any advice you would either give to uh you know yourself at a younger age or to someone else who has aspirations of getting in on the on the player personnel side of a football organization yeah i mean just i know this sounds corny but you know we we have these things every week called family meetings here where we talk about a word 
within a group of random players and coaches. And, you know, this week the word was confidence. Um, so my advice to, to people out there, just be confident. Um, you know, when I got the call to come here, you know, I was confident. I, it was a surprise, but I was confident in my abilities. And I, I think I've done a great job here so far. So you just got to be confident. And if you want something, you got to go get it. Um, you know, I, I, another group of people I got to shout out are my my recruiting assistants. We call we call that group the pipeline in uh, in this building. So I got to shout out the pipeline. I mean, uh, they they were some guys that had took a shot on me and took a shot on Western Michigan football and took a shot on themselves. I mean, uh, those are guys that were confident in their abilities and knew what they wanted and they they moved out here to to work. And, and to build the network and to, to gain experience and, you know, to reap the benefits in a, at a later date. So um, to anyone that's young or, or wants to get into it, you just got to know what you want and be confident about your abilities. And if you don't know certain things, go out and learn them. Find yourself a mentor, do your research, um, you know, just, just go and get answers. But you, you got to be confident in your abilities and, and you got to, if you have a dream, you, you want to, you, you got to go out and achieve it because, you know, for me, this isn't work. And I know they say, if you find something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And as corny as that sounds, that's, that's true for me. So if, you, if this is something you really want to do, go do it because, you know, I don't want you having any regrets. That's uh that's really well said. And, and I appreciate you kind of closing on that note. And I totally agree, you know, being in my position now uh, here at Colgate, a spot you were just at, but working on the women's hockey side of things, uh, you know, it's fun to just kind of be there. And you talked about video as a big part of your job. That's definitely a big part of my job as well. And, you know, sometimes I'm just up top videoing practice and, you know, putting on music uh, for our players while it's going on and you're standing up there and you're like, Oh, you know, a lot worse things in the world you could be doing than uh, just hanging out at a football or hockey practice uh, as a part of your job. So a lot of grind, that that goes along to it but you certainly get a lot of those perks uh you know when you're in it on the on the day-to-day basis of things so uh glad you're able to hit that but here we are wrapping up our show here today ian i got three questions for you and what we call our flash friday segment this is how we like to end off our episodes just to get to know your personality a little bit more so i'll start off simple one a would you prefer if you're sitting down i know you love watching your football and then so do i but if you're watching something would you prefer to watch tv shows or movies uh overall which would you pick Oh man. Okay. I was not prepared for this. So <laughs> we got to put you on Nazi. That's how it works. Oh, man. I, I like both. I mean, obviously when I, when I do have time and can relax, I do, do watch some Netflix series, but uh, nothing beats going to the movies. Um, you know, it's kind of been tough ever since COVID, but I, I'd go with movies. I mean, I like going to the theater. I like, you know, being excited about a new, new, really good movie. So I guess I'll go with movies. That's a, that's a good choice. I would echo that as well. I would, I would select movies over the, uh, over the TV shows on that one as well. So good choice on that one, Ian. All right. Now let's, let's talk about a different time. You know, football season has wrapped up and I know the recruiting season never truly is dead, but let's say it's the spring or the summer. It's the middle of the off season. You've got a weekend to yourself. What is your favorite off season activity uh, that you like to make sure you hit on that you can't hit during the football season? Nice. That's a, that's a good question. Um, Oof. Well, like I said, I, I, I enjoy being in the Midwest, but I'm biased towards towards the East Coast and, and the Northeast. So 
when I do get a chance, I enjoy going back home um, and I enjoy going to see see all my college friends, hanging out with them, catching up. Um, I enjoy seeing my family, obviously, and spending time with them back home. And I do enjoy golf. I'm not, you know, I picked that up over the pandemic, so I'm not phenomenal at it, but I'm, I'm good enough to play it and enjoy it. Um, so I do love that. And then haven't, haven't been on a vacation in a while, but there, there are a couple spots I really love. I mean, I've been to, been to London, England twice. I really love it out there. If I wasn't working in football, I'd probably be living out there, to be honest. I really love it out there. So I, I'd like to go visit there. And then um, another another destination that I love is uh, Martha's Vineyard out on, on the, the coast of Massachusetts. That island is amazing. Um, so I, I'd like to do that too. But, but yeah, just hang out with friends and family, play some golf and just enjoy being home, I guess. Yeah, I like that answer as well. Nice to take advantage of those opportunities while you have them because that grind in the football season, it's just on to the next week as soon as uh, as soon as Monday hits uh, your right. opponent. So uh, good to get those in. Appreciate that answer again. Last question for you before we wrap up. I want to ask you a music question, and I can't ask you who your what your favorite song is because everyone's like, I don't know, it always changes. So I'm switching it up. What is either the most recent concert that you went to or an artist that you need to see in concert next? I'll let you choose mm. how you take that. Mm. Okay. That's an interesting one. I, it's funny. I, uh, I have a group chat with a couple of my college buddies just dedicated to new music. We send each other new albums, new songs and all that stuff. That's all the red goals right there. I just want to yeah. shout that yeah. out. Um, shout out to you guys, but, um, Hmm. So I'm gonna give you my top five. Let's yeah, that's, that's fine. Let's do it. Let's get in depth here. I want to hear it. You may not know all of them, and your listeners uh, Hey, not, put me on. Put me on if I have not. Not either, but um, I'm a big, big hip-hop and R&B type guy. So first, I'm honestly, honestly, right now, my favorite artist is Thames. She's, okay. a, she's a singer. She, she's been on a couple of Drake songs, and by herself, she's phenomenal. She's a great voice. Um, second, got to go with Rod Wave big Rod Wave fan. I'd probably, probably want to see him in concert. Love Rod Wave. Uh, Meek, Meek Mill is probably my favorite real like rapper. There's a couple coming in for you right there. Yeah. But it's funny, you know, everyone says that, but he was my, he was my favorite rapper before I even got to Philly. But yeah, I love Meek Mill. Um, Fourth would probably be St. John. He's like an Okay, that, there we guy. go. That's more of yeah. my beat right there, Ian. That's, yeah, you like St. John? I'm a big St. John fan. Yeah, I like St. John. And then fifth, you probably have no clue who he is, but his name's Hot Boy. Okay. Um, he's a floor, He's like a Florida rapper. Um, if you know, you know. Um, but you're, you're putting uh, me on. I got I got a few. Uh, I got my homework to do, and I'll have to, yeah. to let you know what I think. But we're definitely on the same page with St. John. That's <laughs> definitely a great shout. I love it. There we go. And then obviously, you know, I love Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole, you know, all those guys too. But um, I'm pretty, pretty diverse with my music choice. I, I like I like everything. 
That's good. I loved hearing that. And uh, yeah, well, top five, you went above and beyond my expectations. That's why you ended up <laughs> as a director of recruiting in division one college football. I'm convinced of it. It's your mindset there. So Ian, it's been a great podcast. Great catching up with you, man. And uh, you know, best of luck for uh, continued success, uh, you know, this season at Western Michigan. Hey man, I appreciate that. And uh, best of luck to you at, at Colgate. I know it's, it's tough kind of being out in the middle of nowhere, but you got a great program you're, you're, you're working for and, you're surrounded by great people so you know i wish you continued success as well man appreciate that really do uh you know echo that as well love the staff here at colgate as you can definitely attest to last thing before we end off ian is there any way that our listeners can get in touch with you if you want to feel free to share either your linkedin or any way uh for our listeners who may want to reach out or, or continue the conversation with you yeah sure so i mean linkedin is fine um just ian freed i-n-f-r-i-e-d but you know, feel free to give me a, a follow on Twitter. That's probably the best way to actually well, LinkedIn's good good too. I guess that's once we connect, you can message me, but feel free to give me a, a follow on Twitter. Uh, it's I-A-N-F-R-I-E-D-F-B. That's my Twitter. But you know, I, I love mentoring people. I love trying to help people out. So um, please, if, if that's something you want from me, um, you know, if you just want to pick my brain, if you, if you just want to ask me some stuff or whatever it may be, please, I, I encourage it. Reach out and I'll, I'll be sure to, to help you out. Awesome. Yeah, really, uh, really appreciate it again, Ian. And yeah, reach out to Ian if you, even if you just want to talk about New York Giants football or uh, whatever's <laughs> going on there. I know he'll love to chat it up with you too. So uh, it's been a great show, Ian. Thank you again. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in uh, to this Front Office You Friday. We'll signing off and we'll talk to you guys all again next week. Thanks, everybody. Take care.